My dad died in 2007. And for a year or so, I listened to a message he had left me on my cell phone. I loved hearing his voice over and over until the day I upgraded to a new cell phone, having no idea that that recording would be lost forever. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman. Has this ever happened to you? Or as your parents and grandparents age, have you thought about how to preserve their legacy? In this week's episode, we're talking with Tim, founder of Echobox, a free app designed to keep all of your memories safe. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. I really want to start with talking about your inspiration for what we're going to talk about today, which is Echo Box. And the reason I want to start with that, I have to tell you that I had such a reaction to the story of how you guys got started because, and, and I, you're going to tell us more about it, but my father passed away in 2007. And I absolutely, to this day, remember the day that I got a new cell phone and I lost a recording from him. And I still can hear that recording in my mind all of these years later. And so when I watched the, the video of, of your inspiration, I, and it was on, I think it was the BBC interview. Yeah. When I saw that, I had such an emotional reaction. And so I am so excited to talk about your app today. So let's start there. Tell us how you got inspired. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't realize what it was going to kind of get us into. I was just on YouTube one day watching videos. And I think for whatever reason, I stumbled upon a, a video of an older gentleman named Stan Beaton. I uh, lives in the UK. And he had always listened to the sound of his wife's voice on the recording of their answering machine because she had passed away a number of years earlier. And it was a big source of you know comfort for him. And so every once in a while, he'd, he'd listen to it. And then the, uh, yeah, this, his system provider revamped some sort of, you know, system or you know, something had to be updated. And so for everyone else, they just had to simply record a new recording. But uh, for this gentleman, he lost the sound of his wife's voice. So the video that I was watching kind of showed how, I think it was Virgin Mobile in the UK kind of dug through all their data and found, managed to find the recording and return it to him. The reaction that he had was just so kind of, I probably reacted like, like you were saying you did, just that sort of emotional connection to uh, seeing someone get something so treasured back that it's, you know, it didn't take too long for that sentimental wash to kind of, you know, wash over. And then I'll, I started to kind of think, you know, what a disservice we're doing to seniors everywhere who, you know, obviously probably aren't too comfortable with going on Facebook. Their familiarity with technology in the first place isn't exactly, you know, uh, what it is for other generations. It, even me, I mean, you know, here we are kind of, we developed Echo Box and we're not even technical people. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just the idea dragged us in there. So then we kind of started thinking, well, why isn't there something that's kind of like a household name, a go-to product that uh, 
isn't, you know, just advertisement driven and third party driven and all the data farming that goes on and all the nightmares that people have, you know, all the right reasons to be, be wary of. And we just kept seeing a gap in technology where there could be this sort of platform. And so, you know, admittedly, even though we were coming out of it uh, without any sort of technical background or, you know, experience in making apps, we just stand story and that sort of universal feeling and that sentiment. Uh, we just thought there was there was something to get behind and put some effort into. So that's kind of where we started. I absolutely love that. And I wish we would have met sooner. My grandfather passed away earlier this year. And I I did have the idea of making videos for him. And for him, he was a storyteller. He loved telling stories. And so, you know, our family really benefited just from those videos that I took on a visit last year. I, I know I go too far when I, uh, I think one of our first times I tried to make a video, I kind of like ran ahead of the group and put the camera on like a bench. And so I could run back and we could all casually walk. And my wife's kind of looking at me like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, it's like, I, don't know, I, I felt a little superficial. So I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. There's a line. There's a line. <laughs> I love that. I was a photography major. I absolutely love taking pictures, but oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, you get to a point where you see the looks on people's faces. When they're like, yeah, okay, that's right. That's, I think you got uh, the shot. <laughs> so, uh, I know. I, so I, I, I totally understand that. <laughs> well, here's a story. Um, I don't like card games whatsoever, but my, my in-laws loved all sorts of card games and they loved a game called Mahjong. It's a Chinese sort of tile game. And uh, they yes. taught me it. And I kind of, I liked it because there's winds and dragons and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like <laughs> not like, you know, five of clubs. And so anyways, um, through the years we've played Mahjong and I just happened last October to be recording because I thought, I was just like, I should record a couple of rounds of, of Mahjong. I happened to record Bruce's last hand of Mahjong. Oh, I'm going to get choked up. But uh, <laughs> oh. and so, you know, I would just say before it's too late safe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was recording my grandfather last year, I felt a little awkward about doing it. Mm -hmm. So right. I think that's something too, that maybe families feel like it's somehow yeah. intrusive or something, but yeah, yeah. every, everyone yeah. is so happy that we have these videos of him sharing his stories. Right. And, you know, we, we played them at the funeral. Right. <laughs> And it's just yeah. so, it's so fleeting. It's so light and fluffy until it's so heavy and forever, you know? So yeah, yeah proof's in the pudding. I mean, I don't think we'd, we'd have chased this down unless, you know, this was our kind of cup of tea somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sitting in a pile of tears. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and I, exactly. <laughs> I know. And I was, um, uh, because I was actually watching that video about Stan this morning and my, the anniversary of my dad's death is coming up. And so I was just like so emotional oh, about that because I'm I, sorry about I, yeah, thank you. But I, yes, I can, I can hear that recording and I, mm. oh my gosh, what I wouldn't give to have that recording again. So yeah, it's important work that you're doing. Tell us more about Echobox because it's not just audio or video recordings. You actually have a lot of different categories that, that families can use. Yeah. And we took that motivation and we tried to figure out what would be the easiest way to set up a platform for people to kind of, to kind of supply suggestions for categories such as 
you know, childhood, which is broken into childhood nursery rhymes and toys and this and that. And then there's workplace accomplishments, uh, pictures of what you've done and this and that. And I mean, the topics vary from movies and songs and recipes to, you know, sports figures and uh, writing pieces that you want to put into place that you've written over the years. Favorite fishing spots and hiking trails, kind of anything that you can kind of possibly think of. We tried to make a general topic for and then let people kind of go from there. And it just seems like a sort of, there's a lot of parallels with whether it's people suffering from dementia or people in palliative, all these different scenarios, they really want to tell their story. And to different degrees, it's really beneficial. And that's what kind of surprised us because we really were just, we thought we were making some sort of like a memory box at the family level. So, you know, um, grandmothers and grandfathers or the families of can kind of capture these family recipes and stories and things that you don't think to ask until it's possibly too late. And it just trickled into the health world. Just naturally, we started getting some response from different kind of sectors, and it was resonating in a way that we just had to kind of address it. And so that's what eventually led us to kind of, at least for now, pivot towards business to business. I love this pivot though. And you have an excellent website as well. Then we're going to put a link to all of that in show notes. You have a really great demo video that I think would just help businesses or families really see exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, we work with individuals and families, and then we also work with communities, senior living communities, skilled nursing facilities. And so we have both sides. It's exciting to see something like this. You know, you and I were talking earlier, nobody really wants to think about aging. No, you know, but having this opportunity, you know, with the seniors that we work with, leaving a legacy is really important to them. And oftentimes we see that legacy in terms of wanting to gift that silver set (laughs) or, you know, wanting to gift that painting. But really what they're really wanting to do is share their life. And so this is just such a wonderful opportunity for that. You mentioned something else that I loved, and that is the application for dementia. Yeah. One of the sectors that people were responding from was the dementia care sector, early onset Alzheimer's. They were, <laughs> we started hearing stories about what they saw in our app, and we started learning about what our app could possibly do. And again, it was super humbling. These are really hardworking people in the trenches, relatively uncelebrated positions that uh, are so vitally important uh, for all of us. We're all heading you know, down this road. So some of us, uh, you know, whether it's just old age or whether it's, you know, something that's going to trim the end of our lives up or, or that sort of thing, it's, it's meaningful in all sorts of ways. And so we started realizing that, that it has benefits. It's not just a rosy sort of walk through your life sort of story or legacy. It, it's, it's also a sort of station where caregivers and patients or residents can be talking about favorite things. It's lighthearted. It is sort of conversational, but at the same time, certain people become less vocal. They become, you know, a little more agitated when it comes time to washing or if they have to eat, uh, you know, like it's time to eat, like you haven't eaten your last meal sort of thing. And this is all, again, it's all new to us, but uh, we were just hearing stories about how some caregivers had to take unto themselves recording certain favorite songs of these residents. And so for, to make bath time easier, They would play a certain song and then get bath time started and it would actually help them a lot. And so the more information people can put into their echo box, the more there is for caregivers to not only connect with them, but to use it as a reference point, to use it as a day-to-day, you know, a quality of life sort of reference point for the 
patients or residents. And it's also, hopefully at the end of the day, it makes the caregivers load a little easier as well, because they find little, um, I hate calling them cheat sheets, but like, you know, ways to make it easier for them to get through the day. And it only, you know, everyone wins at the end of the day. So the response we were getting was a little humbling and overwhelming, but that was just one of them. And, and like I said, early onset Alzheimer's, there was special needs children, palliative care. And I'm kind of like an emotional person. I get into these conversations and sometimes my wife will find me elbows deep in, in an Instagram thread about uh, something or other. And she just has to say, you know, you got to get out of there, Tim. You're just, you know, uh, I just, uh, it, certain things resonate with me. I guess that's kind of part and parcel why this app is, is kind of taking place. But you know, to know that it can do so much good and even, you know, help people out besides being a, a meaningful memory box is, uh, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, I can definitely see that your connection to it. I mean, look how you got started, right? (laughs) Like (laughs) that that inspiration, which was just so moving, but yeah, absolutely. So many family members are also caregivers for such a long time. And the other place that I see this sort of helping is in that transition when you do have to then move into a more protected environment and having all of this information already in the echo box that you can share with the next caregiver is i think so important but when we're talking about dementia and alzheimers it's such a brutal disease it is also the most personal disease right and so having all of this information in one place that you can say you know if you start talking about baseball <laughs> you're oh. going to see a different person come out right like Absolutely. and so all of these memory triggers can be in that one spot and then and your app actually allows you then to invite people so we actually did another show about a caregiving app but it was it was a little bit different than yours can you talk a little bit more about the technical side of the app Sure. And again, for now, it's being a little reconstructed. So what's out there, we're still using as a pilot. The heart and soul is there, but we are going to start driving towards business to business and then run back towards business to consumer. The model that's out there right now is, yes, you you go onto Echobox, it's for free. There's a certain amount of free categories that you can enter some information in. There's no external party that's going to kind of, you know, have access to your information unless you end up inviting someone else that's on Echobox. And then instead of there being some sort of like public access or news feed or even a way to like or comment each other's stuff, it's really just to look at each other's stuff and to honor what each other, what we like about life and that sort of thing. So whether that's a certain walk in the park and you've taken a picture or a video and you've talked about it and you've recorded the sound of the birds at a certain spot or or whether it's a family recipe that, uh, you know, grandma's lasagna that you just you love every time, single time, uh, you know, the family gets together. Whether we're talking about the new model or the or the existing model right now, the sentiment is that there's got to be a better way to remember each other. And if along the way it has benefits left, right, and center, then wow, that's just like different layers of icing on the cake. And I should point out the business-to-business model that we are building now, we are realizing there's so many caregivers that the burden is on them at home and it's just a one-on-one sort of a situation or maybe they have two parents that are also like aging. So we've scaled the model down to the point where it can simply be a one-on-one person and we're calling it a corporate model because that's more or less the whole design. But we want to make sure that we're not leaving behind because it kind of kind of broke my heart to realize, oh, okay, well, we've got to do this first and then go back to that because, you know, it's it's that 
the one-on-one that really counts for me. That's what got us here. And all of these stories that people are telling us, you know, oh boy, I wish we would have had this, like you were saying. And my father-in-law passed away in December and he was the initial, he was one of the first people that kind of saw what was in Echo Box. He actually said, oh, it's a way to answer all their grandkids' questions that they never asked you. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, yeah, tell me more about it. So it seems to be kind of like, we're just trying to find the best pathway to make it accessible for absolutely everyone out there. So that's kind of where where we're at now. And like you were saying, we've got all sorts of um, amazing interests. We've got um, feedback from all the right groups. And so we're just trying to make sure that we cater um, the information we're receiving in the right way. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's definitely an amazing idea. And so if someone were to start today, <laughs> right, if right. someone were listening and they wanted to get started with what you're now calling the pilot program, when it does transition, are they losing their information? No, we're, we're going to make sure that whoever's on the app right now is going to, their, their, uh, Information isn't going to go anywhere and they can definitely, you know, be able to at the worst, at the worst case scenario, be able to take, you know, screenshots or download it and get their files saved into their own, you know, uh, device or whatever it might be. That's the worst case scenario. We're hoping to make it so that when we have our new system up and running, we can migrate the old uh, accounts onto that. But I mean, we're again, I'm not even tech savvy. And these are conversations we've had with our developers, but it's also, we'll see where our new design takes us and we'll see how possible that is. So it's, it's almost like, you know, we're, we're kind of at this really, really strange spot right now. Yeah. We're, what we're trying to do is just to cater again to everybody's interest and not the last thing I want to do is set up something that works against the actual sentiment that we just did. So like track people's information, you know, Hey, come on, try out the new app and we're going to go, you know, shut it down in a couple months. Or whatever. <laughs> I, know, I know. That's why, that's why I asked the question. I'm like, sure. um, so who are we? Because we actually have listeners on both sides, right? We have family Absolutely. listeners and then we also have the business listeners, right? So, right. so in, I want to make sure that our listeners understand. So I want to make sure I understand. So in, in this new, right, in this new transition with the business to business. So then are you talking about the senior living community would be working with a resident to create, utilize your app, and then they could invite the family member. So the family member is still a part of the process, right? They will be, but it'll be a little less interactive because of the doctor-patient privacy concerns that we have to straddle. Um, And so the way that it eventually works is no matter whether you're a caregiver at home or whether you run a small business, whether you're a death doula or if you're a, a rec therapist or whether you have an enterprise, no matter what sort of level you might be at, we're trying to make it so that you can sign up to a certain whatever subscription level is going to fit your situation. There'll be information coming from the family that you can put into that echo box, but it won't be as interactive as our pilot model uh, will be at least initially until we can branch out and make it more for everybody again. The benefit that the family will get will be knowing that whether it's just down the road or you know across the country or in another part of the world, your loved one is receiving this sort of attention. Their quality of life day to day is getting better. If you can give a little more information to those caregivers that they can put into that echo box as well, then it's just going to make it even better. And then at the very end of the day, and this is my favorite part, 
ultimately it will fulfill its goal of being that legacy because at the end of you know a patient's life or whether if they just happen to be they just become closed right off and and you know echo box has kind of done its job for them at that point no matter what level you're at you can download that file to the family and if that's you caring for your loved one obviously you're going to get it if you're a big enterprise with a couple hundred beds it still will find that family you know the emergency contact will have the option to download that file. So even if you're on the other side of the world, you can get this loving package of, of their voice recordings of what means a lot to them. And so you'll still be able to walk down memory lane in a completely unique way. I love that you're bringing up living far away because we work with so many families. I mean, these days, families do not always live close to each other. And so having that opportunity to have that insight when you live states away or even countries, I think that's another really great application for it. Yeah, the way the world is, right? Everyone kind of grows up, goes to school, gets a job, and oftentimes that takes you somewhere and uh, the years go on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, so with everything, you know, whether it's the pilot program or whether we're talking <laughs> business to business or just folks in general that are wanting to leave a legacy, what would be your number one doable tip for families? Oh, boy, you know what? Well, I am no doctor, but uh, I am just coming from a place where I, you know, uh, I I do recognize that I I am quite empathetic. And I think I would just say, I know me and in my situation, I know that I'm a big fan of trying to get uh, recordings and get pictures and movies. When we go on a vacation, I try not to be too annoying, but I I take a lot of videos. (laughs) I usually make like a music video when we come back. I just want to make sure that whether it's for me or whether it's for, you know, loved ones or um, if something happens to me, then, you know, I know that uh, I've done what I could to kind of gather these sorts of bits and pieces. I I guess just, uh, yeah, celebrate life and do it in a way that you can kind of pass it on. This week's episode is brought to you by Echobox Memory Vault a free app currently used in over 170 countries by families wanting to capture and protect their loved one's life stories through pictures, videos, and writing, and professionals around the world from caregivers to physical therapists and end-of-life specialists. Echobox is a revolutionary tool reconnecting us with ourselves and our loved ones by sparking memories and kindling conversation. Find more information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Doable.